Hi guys, welcome to Your Mind Your Body podcast. Remember, if you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Your Mind Your Body. As always, thank you to the voice of the intro, my youngest boy Miller. A little bit of lightheartedness just to ease us into today's session. To date, I've had the pleasure of speaking with Hannah Miley about life in lockdown, Steve Dodge Harrison from SDH Fitness discussing motivation and habits, and Jim O'Rourke from Ash Scotland talking about the links between mental health and smoking. I hope you found the episodes you may have listened to enjoyable and thought-provoking. I hope there's been something from the episode or episodes you've tuned into that's made you sit up and think about your lifestyle and your attitudes, and possibly has got you thinking about introducing some changes to help improve your well-being. Today, I hope to continue that theme whilst discussing building resilience. I think it makes sense to start by defining resilience. So what is resilience? Well, the definition of resilience is the following. Resilience is the capacity to cope with challenging and adverse events and the determination and drive to see something through to its conclusion. After hearing the definition, what's your initial thoughts? Is resilience something you have? Is it something you think you have but are now questioning yourself? Or is it something you thought you didn't possess but after hearing that definition you now think, you know what, maybe I do have some levels of resilience. You're starting to think about yourself a little now, which is great. So let's stick with this, move on and see where else it takes us. Resilience, Resilience isn't actually a personality trait. It's something we can all take steps to achieve. There are eight dimensions to building good levels of resilience. I'm going to take a bit of time now to talk through each of these eight dimensions. Some of the dimensions you will recognise in yourself as being quite strong and others weaker. That's perfectly normal. In this episode, we'll probably highlight your weaker your weaker dimensions and give you some ideas about how you can build them up. So dimension one is self-confidence or self-efficiency. This dimension includes a level of self-confidence and self-belief, together with the ability to rise above challenges and to see ways through them. I'm one for encouraging self-confidence. Try to believe in yourself more. You know, you're capable of great things, positive narratives when you speak to yourself. With a growth mindset and self-belief, you'll be able to tackle daily challenges and overcome them. Self-efficiency includes the understanding that while the world is challenging, one does have the ability to succeed despite these challenges. Dimension two is around personal vision. This provides a clear idea of what individuals really want to do and achieve with their lives. This enables them to approach challenges as though they're opportunities. I think this is something adults lose sight of. We lose sight of of it through no fault of our own. It just life gets in the way. But if you were to ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, what their hopes and dreams are, they'll be able to list off a host of dreams. But as adults, if we ask ourselves, you know, we may well reply with something like, get to Friday or talk to me once I've got the day over with. But we do need to remember we have to have dreams and aspirations. Dreams, goals, a vision will give you the determination to work through each problem and day at a time because you know you have something you're striving towards. Dimension three is flexibility and adaptability. And this dimension enables individuals to respond to changes and view the world as a constantly changing place. Being able to adapt to change is is key to being resilient. This is something you're probably better at than you think. And I say that because of this last year we've all been living through. 
you will have had to adapt a flexible approach to something over this past year, whether that be your work, regardless of if you work from home or are office-based, a care home or a teacher, you'll have had to adapt. How we've had to homeschool our children, care for our, our uh, fa- friends and family, even how we go shopping and how we interact with others. All of, all of this was changed and restrictions placed on us. It meant we had to show a level of flexibility and adaptability, adaptability to survive. On that note, I wouldn't underestimate the amount of flexibility and adaptability you've probably shown over this past year and recognise it in yourself as as a strong dimension. Dimension four is organisation. In the face of chaos and increasing demand and time poverty, this contains the ability to focus on critical events and challenges challenges requiring attention and structuring, structuring activities that enable more important items to be addressed whilst leaving aside irrelevant distractions. Being organised is about getting your house in order, and by house I mean your head and your mind. Writing tasks down and prioritising tasks in order of importance will help will help you not to feel swamped, overwhelmed or losing control at any point. The next dimension is problem solving. Resilient people get to grips with, with solving problems. They have the determination, tolerance and patience required to get to the bottom of problems and by doing so provide them with opportunities to resolve the problems and possibly uh, learn something out of it as well. The next dimension is social interactions and connectiveness. Interactions between people help to develop and sustain resilience. A positive interaction is where one person is attentive to another and demonstrates real interest, empathy and understanding. When this happens, normally the same level of attentiveness is given back to you, it's reciprocated. People with high levels of emotional intelligence will also show high levels of resilience. The seventh dimension, networks social. Personal and professional networks can lead to genuine relationships between selected people with whom they share ideas, problems, solutions, frustrations and hope and offer mutual support for each other. You can't underestimate the need to have a good social network in place. I've said it before in other podcasts and in my newsletters, it doesn't matter if that network is one or two people or 10 or 20 people. You need a core element of people that you can confide in and share your thoughts and dreams with and frustrations. And likewise, they can share with you as well. In the eighth dimension is positive action or active in change. This includes the ability to be active in embracing challenges and not simply reacting to them. This may include assertive behaviour that demonstrates a clear goal to be achieved and determination in achieving it. Again, resilience isn't a personality trait. It's something that we can all take steps to achieve. There are some general changes that can be that you can make to your lifestyle that could help you uh, feel more able to cope with pressure and stressful situations. There are some general changes that you can make to your lifestyle that could help you feel more able to cope with pressure and stressful situations. Uh, I'm going to talk through a few of them just now. So try to practice being straightforward and assertive in communicating with others. If people are making unreasonable or unrealistic demands on you, you know, be prepared to tell them how you feel and say no if, if that's what's needed. You can use relaxation techniques. You may already know what helps you relax, like having a bath, listening to music, or taking your dog for a walk. If you know that a certain activity helps you feel more relaxed, make sure you set aside time to do it. Um, It's about being selfish to yourself um, when it comes to relaxation. 
in, in hobbies, etc. If you know what helps you relax and unwind and relieve these levels of stress and anxiety, then be selfish to yourself and give yourself the time to, to take part in these activities. Develop your interests and hobbies. Finding an activity that's completely different from the things causing you stress is a great way to get away from everyday pressures. If stress is making you feel lonely and isolated, share hobbies, shared hobbies can also be a good way to meet new people, even virtually in the current climate that we all live in. Make time for your friends. When you've got a lot on, this might seem hard, but it can really help you feel more positive and less isolated. Chatting to friends about the things you find difficult can help you keep things in perspective, and you can do the same for them. Laughing and smiling with them also produce hormones that help you relax and release endorphins um, that can enhance your mood. Another step you can try to take is try to find the balance in your life. You may find that one part of your life, such as your job or taking care of young children or family members, has taken up almost all of your time and energy. Try deciding to focus some of your energy on other parts of your life, like family, friends or hobbies. It's easy to say, but this, this can help spread the weight of pressures in your life and make everything feel lighter. Be kind to others. Kindness benefits the giver as well as the receiver. It can improve the immune system, ex extend our lifespan and make us feel generally happier. You know, try to look on the bright side of things. Research has found that it's not necessarily the events or situations we experience throughout our life that negatively impact on our mental well-being, but how we interpret and perceive or think about these events. So if we can try to look on the brighter side of things, that may well help, you know, improve your well-being and build up your resilience. And try to make a difference. Engaging in activities that are meaningful um, and leads to greater enjoyment of things you do, feelings of happiness and increased mental and physical well-being. These are just some steps you can take to try and improve your personal resilience. More advice and support can be found via the wellbeing pages on Arcadia, the NHS website, or various other sites. Taking steps to look after your physical health will help you look after your mental health and help reduce feelings of anxiety and stress. So I'd encourage everyone to try and become more active. Being active and being outdoors while being active will help reduce stressful feelings. This should in turn help you get some better sleep. We all require different levels of sleep, but we all require quality sleep to help us recharge so we can deal with the difficult situations that are going to come our way. And finally, eating healthily goes hand in hand with the last two. If you can avoid eating too much of the wrong foods, such as microwave meals and high saturated fats and high sugary foods and drinks, whilst avoiding skipping meals and really aim to eat a good balanced diet whilst keeping yourself hydrated with plenty of water, then again, this will all help in your fight against feelings of anxiety, stress, depression, mood swings, and will help develop your personal resilience. You can further help yourself by learning to be kind to yourself. Being, kinder, being kinder to yourself will help you control the amount of pressure you feel in different situations, which can help you feel less stressed. You can be kinder, kinder to yourself by rewarding yourself for achieving a goal, no matter how small it is. You can reward yourself by treating yourself to something nice, visiting somewhere new, or just by telling yourself, well done, good work. It's a positive narrative. Another step in being kinder to yourself is to learn to forgive yourself when you feel you have made a mistake or don't achieve something you had hoped for. 
try to remember that nobody's perfect and putting extra pressure on yourself doesn't help. There are a few different resilient tests. I don't really like the word test, but there are a few different resilience methods out there uh, you can take to help you find out what personality traits are stronger than others. And once you know this, you can then start to develop your training and learning so that you're focused, so you're focusing some of your energy on your so-called weaker traits. The resilience test we use as part of the stress management training can be found at www.psychometrictest.org.uk forward slash resilience test. By trying to better these traits, you should hopefully be in a place that your overall level of self-worth and well-being will improve and thus your resilience as well. The exercise I direct people to, well, the exercise I'm directing you to is a 50-statement questionnaire that you fill in. At the end of answering all the questions, you follow the instructions and it it will explain how to work out your scoring and you end up scoring each of the following traits. The traits evaluated in the resilience questionnaire are are adaptability, which refers to the ability to accept changes in occupational situations and continue to work at a high level of performance. Self-control, which conveys the likelihood of an individual's judgment or behaviour being affected by emotions or desires, which is important as it refers to uh, the person's ability to make rational decisions, even when faced with difficulties. Self-sufficiency, which is considered to include the ability to work autonomously without the need of or guidance uh, and relying on others, on others to complete a task. Optimism, which refers to a person's outlook in regard to certain events. And persistence, which conveys the individual's ability to overcome difficulties and can also uh, indicate a willingness to work hard and to offer additional efforts when required. I recommend you take the, the, the resilience test at a time it's suitable for you and just work your way through it. Uh, I think you'll find, you'll probably find it to be quite interesting. It'll be a good learning curve for you. And again, it'll help you build your personal resilience. It'll give you a start. I hope you found this short episode to be quite interesting and thought provoking. If you'd like some further advice and support around building resilience or regarding anything well-being related, please just get in touch with myself. Uh, I'll be happy to support and signpost you to further support if needed. Until next time, take care and stay safe.